From the pitch, swung at a little too soon. Strike three, you're out. To the joke told at the wrong time. To barely missing your connecting flight. This is the final boarding call for flight 109 to Chicago. Timing is everything. The same is true for your social security benefits. Take them too soon and you can leave a lot of money on the table. Take them too late and you might spend down too much of your savings. Everybody's situation can be different. But taking your Social Security benefits at the right time is important for your retirement success. Philip Statler at Statler Financial understands Social Security and can help you make decisions that are best for you and your retirement dreams. Call 863-285-3815 to start optimizing your benefits. With Social Security, timing is everything, so don't delay. Call Philip Statler at Statler Financial today. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Our firm offers insurance services and is not affiliated with the U.S. government. Advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory. But ain't smokers there. Well, something? What? Darn if I know. But after what started out to be looking like a really crummy Friday, the market actually did pretty well. As usual, we check in on your money and see what's moving our money every morning about this time. It's time to ask some questions as to what's causing it from a guy that really doesn't know any more than I do at this point, Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services. Philip, good morning. We were trying to figure out what drove the market up on Friday, and of no better place to go, we couldn't come up with a reason, could we? No, we really can't. Uh, there's nothing out there to uh, to explain why we continue to move upward, um, at least on Friday. You know, most of last week was either flat or down. And we Mm -hmm. actually ended up the week down um, across the board on all the different indexes um, from anywhere from the Dow being down 1.1%, NASDAQ down almost three quarters of a percent last week, and the S&P 500 uh, doing the best of all down about six tenths of a percent. So, But everything was red last week from Monday through Friday. And on Friday, we suddenly turned around and looked in the morning when you and I were talking before the opening like we had a veritable bloodbath on our hands to start the morning out. But all of a sudden, we ended up where Friday closed with the Dow up 226 points, the S&P up by 36, and NASDAQ up by 173. And really, the closest thing we can come up with in today's atmosphere of crummy interest rates, there really aren't very many other places for investors to put their money. No, there's really not. And I know that um, the dollar's getting hit a little bit today. And so that could be um, that could be causing futures to head up today, too, uh, because they are continuing Friday's uh, increase as we look at where we are right now. But it's um, yeah, it's interesting. We continue to see um, the, the dollar weakening. We're seeing Bitcoin get a nice little boost um, last week and this week up over fifty thousand right now. Um, yeah, and, and we look at the bond interest rates are heading back up just a tad right now. So, you know, there's just some a lot of stuff going on, and um, sometimes you wonder why are the markets going the way they are. Yeah, I can't help but believe that possibly one of the reasons for the big upticks and then occasional downticks on Bitcoin and the other and the other cyber currencies isn't because, well, you aren't going to make a whole lot of money virtually anywhere except maybe on Wall Street if you catch a wave. So consequently, well, investors got to find something. So uh, a lot of people you wouldn't expect to be are day trading Bitcoin these days. 
They are. They're willing to take a gamble right now because, again, interest rates, they can't make anything in the bank. So they're willing to take a little risk, or, or I might say they might be willing to take a lot of risk. Um, might want to, to spending your money on these days because he might be day trading Bitcoin for you. Yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy. But, uh, you know, it's one of those things that most people don't understand, um, but it continues to be something that people play with. Absolutely. It's, it's a relatively quiet start to the week. We don't have any reports to speak of from companies, and economic reports start later on in the day. Uh, we might have a market mover coming at 10 a.m. when we're supposed to get existing home sales month over month out of the federal government. And uh, let's face it, we haven't exactly been getting the positive news that we were hoping to on just about anything economic lately. You've been reading things saying that uh, the housing market is starting to get toward that uh, bubble point where there's a turn in that that's almost becoming inevitable. Well, there does. I mean, this is the second article I've read within uh, a week um, indicating that, that, that the housing market may be uh, bubbling up towards a bubble. Um, nobody knows for sure. Obviously, but and nobody can call tops and bottoms uh, when it comes to marketplaces. But but I noticed that things have slowed down just a tad, uh, and we've seen that in the economic numbers as well that have come out. That there seems to be a slowing in the real estate market. At some point in time, you got to assume. What some of my real estate friends have been telling me that uh, the problem is that appraisals aren't catching up with the market value of the homes. And that ends up putting kind of a tampon thing is because you find out that you can't get everything you want to finance out of a new home purchase because the appraisal just didn't catch up with what the market value of the home was. That prompts some difficulty in making the transfer to take place. It, it, it does, um, because I think what happened there for a while, we had a lot of cash sellers. So we didn't have to worry about getting a mortgage. So appraisals didn't really matter. And now uh, we're to the point where people need a mortgage. Well, now appraisals really do matter um, because the bank's not going to loan you more than certain percentage of what it appraises at. So I think that may be putting a little hamper on it, too. Yeah, that's good possibility of that. Economic things moving the market this week. We always watch it when the Federal Reserve uh, retreats to Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and talks about all the uh, all the high-end stuff they don't let us hear about until they make their decision. This, I understand it's going to be virtual this week. They're afraid of getting each other sick. Well, that always makes it even more interesting, right? So yeah, it, it is, uh, but, but it is. The information that comes out of that, uh, symposium, if you will, um, does play a role in what happens with interest rates, what happens to our economy, um, and, and what the markets perceive to be their next step. Yeah, the conspiracy nuts all figure this is where the real power ends up happening and determining what our future is going to be like for the next year or so. That's probably an over-exaggeration, but there's an awful lot of clout in the financial industry that does meet, talk, and exchange views on weeks like this. And it's something that uh, financial reporters watch really carefully all week long because it does move the market by quite a bit. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, those things, you know, whenever the Fed starts speaking, right, it, it starts to play a role in what's happening. Hey, I'm looking at the calendar. We don't have much to talk about today, but I was like, kind of looking to see what's coming up um, this week. And we do have some stuff. Um, existing home sales comes out at 10 o'clock today. New home sales comes out at 10 o'clock tomorrow. Um, durable goods orders comes out on Wednesday. And then obviously jobs come out. Big thing's going to be Thursday. 
we get the second revision in the GDP number next week. So, uh, or, or this week on the 26th. So that's going to be, uh, Thursday might be a, a big day for us. It could very well be. The other thing that might move things today a little bit in terms of news tidbits coming out, there's a possibility uh, that the FDA could very well issue final approval for the Pfizer COVID vaccine. And that's going to be opening a lot of doors for a lot of companies making enforcement decisions as far as requiring employees and governments and hospitals requiring employees to get the shot, whether they like it or not. Because once it's FDA approved for mainline use, well, all of a sudden, the experimental and the emergency use uh, codicils don't happen anymore. I don't know whether that's going to be good or bad for the market, given the attitude split on vaccines these days. Well, that's true. It will be um, it will be an issue, and we'll just have to see how it plays out for, for Pfizer. And then, you know, Moderna will be the next one in line um, because they were the next one approved. So I'm not sure how much longer it will be. I know that... Um, I think Johnson & Johnson is going to be at least another probably three months or so before that one comes out uh, as, as FDA approved. But, uh, but they're all in the process in the cycle of getting that final approval. No, we're all coming up. We're coming up on the one-year anniversary of both Moderna and Pfizer starting their trials. So now they've got the 12-month track record to be able to look at on top of maybe 100 million doses out in the public to look at a track record on. So some of us would say it's about time for the final approval. As far as what companies do with it, well, there's a lot of room for argument one way or the other. Resetting the table for the morning, Friday was an up day without any real rational reason why it was an up day. 45 minutes before we opened this morning on kind of a data-free Monday, Philip, what are we looking at so far today? We're getting some upward movement across the board, um, Dave. When we look at the indexes, the S&P 500 is up um, about a third of a percent. The Dow is up about a half a percent. NASDAQ's trailing behind. It's still up, but it's up about two-tenths of a percent. I'm going to say the big winner today right now is the Russell 2000, up one percent right now. So um, some good news there. When we look at the uh, commodity side of the coin, Everything is green there, too. Uh, we're seeing silver up almost 2%, 23.56 an ounce. We are seeing gold up nine-tenths of a percent, finally back just barely over 1800 right now at $1,800.60 an ounce. Crude oil is heading back up, up 3%, a pretty big jump today, Dave, up to $64.08 a barrel. But I think that's down about where it was on Friday when we talked, wasn't it? You know, I'm not sure where it ended up on Friday, um, but uh, I, I want to think we were around 62, actually, on Friday. Could have been. Now that you say that number, it sounds familiar to me, but under 65 is at the very least an improvement. Overseas markets, I got green ink across the board, too. Asian rim markets all up by better than a percent at the close early this morning. Europe's a little bit more circumspect, but they're all green, generally by about a third to a half a percent halfway through their trading day. Sometimes the answers don't come easy, and when you don't have an answer and you don't know why the market's moving, that makes it even more important to control your risk and your retirement funds. How do we get a hold of you to figure out how to do that, Philip? Then give us a call at 863-382-0037. Check out our website at statlerfinancial.com. Join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730. And back here again tomorrow morning. Philip, thank you so much. We'll catch you then, all right? All right, man. You have a great day.
Thank you. Be well. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Hey, folks. Thanks for joining us today. I hope that you had a great weekend. I hope your week's off to a great start. I look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Remember, we're here as a resource to help you with anything dealing with your retirement planning, income planning, 401k planning. Give us a call, 863-382-0037. Until tomorrow, have a great day.